1: It's 9.30 in 716. The coronavirus.
2: Be careful and be vigilant, but don't panic.
1: In depth.
2: The facts defeat fear. It is deep breath time. This is not our first rodeo with this type of situation in New York.
3: The country as a whole, because we get asked that all the time, still remains at low risk.
1: I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. All things coronavirus and what we all need to know as a wave of concern and question overtakes many. We'll answer some of those questions today and we'll use this space in the coming days to help concentrate on coverage of the coronavirus and bring some perspective to it all. New York, of course, confirming the state's first positive test of the new virus that has sickened tens of thousands of people around the globe. Uh,
2: that woman is a healthcare worker. She's 39 years old.
1: She currently self-quarantined in her Manhattan home, according to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo.
2: She had been working in Iran and came back on Tuesday to New York. Uh, she did not take any public transportation, Uh, As she was a health care worker, she was very aware of this situation and the uh, potential for this situation. We don't believe that she was contagious when she was on the plane uh, or when she took a private car from the airport uh, to her residence. But out of an abundance of caution, uh, we will be contacting the people who were on the flight uh, with her from Iran to New York, uh, and the driver of that uh, car service, and uh, we'll be contacting them and following up with them uh, as as the facts dictate. Uh, the healthcare worker also was with her spouse; uh, he was also a healthcare worker, so they were both aware of the situation. Her husband is uh, being tested also. Uh, but uh, we are assuming that he would be positive, given the circumstances. And he has been following the same protocols that she has been following. Uh, the testing was done at Mount Sinai. Uh, again, since they were healthcare care workers, um, they had contacted Mount Sinai before, that they were coming in, and they took all uh, precautions necessary. They are at home, at their home. Uh, she, the uh, healthcare worker, has uh, manifested some respiratory illnesses, uh, but uh, her condition is mild, so she's at home, and uh, she's not even hospitalized, even though she has uh, tested positive for the virus. Her spouse is with her. Uh, in general, there is no doubt that there will be more cases where we find people who test positive. We said early on it wasn't a question of if, but when. This is New York. We're a gateway to the world. You see all these cases around the world, around the country. Of course, we're going to have it here. And that's why the whole challenge is about containment of the number of people who become exposed uh, and who become infected. Uh, our challenge now is to test as many people as you can. You're not going to eliminate the spread, but you can limit the spread. And testing is very important. Uh, and that's why the CDC, the federal government, is now allowing us to test is a very big deal. Uh, and will make a, have a dramatic effect on how quickly we can mobilize and respond. Uh, We are coordinating with private hospitals, private labs around the state. We want to get our testing capacity as high as possible. Uh, I said to the people around this table uh, that I would like to have a goal of 1,000 tests per day capacity uh, within one week because, again, the more testing the better. Once you can uh, test and find a person who's positive, then you can isolate that person so they don't uh, infect additional people. Uh, we'll be moving a piece of emergency legislation on the state side that will authorize an additional $40 million for additional staff, additional equipment. I want to make sure that the healthcare system has everything it needs. We're going to be instituting uh, new cleaning protocols in our schools on public transportation, et cetera, uh, where they will use a disinfectant. Many will use uh, bleach, uh, which is a a good protocol in the flu season anyway. Uh, So if people smell, it smells like bleach when you get on a bus or when a child goes to school. Uh, It's not bad cologne or perfume, it is Mm -hmm. bleach. Mm -hmm. Uh, And again, we're going to be focusing on our facilities that treat our senior citizens, debilitated people, or immune compromised people. uh, Because those are the people who are most likely most affected by uh, this virus. Uh, My last point is this. Uh, Late last night, my daughter called me. And I could hear in her voice that she was anxious. She had seen on the news that a person tested positive. Uh, And uh, my daughter said, you know, what's this? And I could hear in her voice she was nervous. Uh, And my daughter said, don't tell me to relax. Tell me why I should be relaxed, uh, which is a very big difference there. Uh, So I want to make sure I tell the people of New York what I told my daughter. In this situation, the facts defeat fear because the reality is reassuring. It is deep breath time. First of all, this is not our first rodeo with this type of situation in New York. 1968, we had the Hong Kong flu. 2009, we had the swine flu, where we actually closed like 100 schools in New York State. Avian flu, Ebola, SARS, MERS, measles, right? So we have gone through this before. When you look at the reality here, About 80% of the people who are infected with the coronavirus self-resolve. They have symptoms. The symptoms are similar to what you would have with a normal flu. And for most people, they treat themselves over 80%, and uh, the virus resolves that way. About 20% get ill. Uh, The mortality rate is estimated to be about 1.4%. 1.4%. What does that mean? The normal flu mortality rate is about 0.6%.
1: The New York case is just the latest, of course, closer to home and concerning to those in western New York. But the virus is popping up across the country and raising concern.
0: Again, a bunch of new cases are being reported. California, Oregon, Washington state, uh, they have commu- cases that have been developing and then the the presumptive cases in new york rhode island and florida and
1: alex stone covering coronavirus and talking with wben news anchor brian Mazarowski.
0: in washington now the the two who have died one being a man in his 50s in kirkland washington and a man in his 70s in kirkland both had underlying health conditions and died in the last couple of days we heard from rhode island's governor gina raimondo over the weekend saying this is all coming in it is developing quite quickly but do not panic
2: so the message is um, be careful and be vigilant but don't panic and know that we have uh, an
0: excellent plan in place that really is a messaging here officials saying the risk to general americans is low now in areas like kirkland washington where The two men died, and there is a nursing home there where it appears that there's an outbreak uh, among the the patients and the workers there. Santa Clara having a a number in California, Santa Clara County, number of uh, community spread cases. The risk there is rising, but they say there it's still generally low, and the numbers are likely going to keep going up. Today we heard from the CDC and the National Institutes for Health saying they do now expect, for the next few weeks at least, that the number of community spread cases will be on the rise they're going to do what they can to contain them that it's no longer preventing it from spreading in in the communities now it's happening in the u.s uh, you know i'm just curious alex if you've heard of any blowback um in rhode island because there you have uh, the governor and the people saying don't panic but also saying presumptive positive you know like ah, maybe it's positive uh, we we don't know for sure yet we're just letting everyone know it might be out there don't panic uh, any blowback from that Well, and and none that we're hearing right now, but many of these cases are now that the states are doing them. They are first presumptive and then which is essentially a confirmed case. But then they're sending them to the CDC for confirmation just to make sure that the the preliminary the state test was done correctly. And in every case so far, whatever they find locally is then what is confirmed uh, by the, the CDC. So, you know, I mean, we're hearing it in. Kirkland, Washington and Santa Clara County as well, where they have a number of cases that, that are confirmed now that they're saying even there that the risk is generally low and that, that folks don't need to worry. Now the the warning, don't rush out and buy masks. The Surgeon General is saying the healthcare industry needs those. They won't do you much good to the, the general public anyway. Good luck finding them. Really most stores are out of them. Amazon's out of them. Or if you do find them, they're through the roof expensive. But they are telling folks do stock up, get enough food for a couple of weeks in case you have to stay in your home if you're told you're around somebody and now you, you can't be in the, the public. So the, the, the runs that we saw over the weekend at Costco stores and whatnot, people buying all kinds of staples, that you're being told, okay, that is something you want to do to buy what you need if you had to stay in your home, but not the masks. They say don't stock up on those.
1: Alex, in Kirkland especially, is there any talk of canceling you know, large public events or even school?
0: Well, they, uh, yeah, two schools are closing today, uh, and they, they, they aren't going to be open. Uh, others have talked about it, and they, they have gone down the road of beginning discussions about canceling big events and deciding what to do with larger districts, school districts, and then do they shut them down? They say they don't think they're to that point yet, but they are discussing it. Amazon is telling employees do not travel even domestically. Try to cancel that travel and do uh, remote meetings and and video meetings so much of that in Washington state elsewhere really no at this point because the 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 overall impact on other communities is not that great but in Kirkland where they are seeing the numbers go up they have started those discussions but uh, they say except for those with direct impacts like the two schools they don't think they need to do that yet.
1: We are hearing so much from politicians at this time amidst the coronavirus outbreak, and it is understandable. But remember, it's not what they do. It is refreshing and comforting to hear from veteran medical professionals who have been through similar situations Previously,
3: You've heard of the terminology community spread.
1: Dr. Anthony Fauci, long-time top expert on these types of viruses at the National Institute of Health.
3: Well, community spread is when you have infection in the community in which you don't have a direct link to a known index case. That uh, really challenges us with something that we need to do and that we do very well. The state and local health authorities in collaboration with the CDC, would need to identify, isolate, and contact trace. And that's what's going on right here in the country with regard to the particular area that's involved now in Washington. The country as a whole, because we get asked that all the time, still remains at low risk. But when we say that, we want to underscore that this is an evolving situation. And in real time, we will keep you appraised of what is going on just the same way as that we are doing it today. So how do you address this new challenge? There's what we do from within and what we do from without. I hearken back to the original decision that was made by the President of making sure that we knew the the scenario that was going on in China. We prevented travel from China to the United States. If we had not done that, we would have had many, many more cases right here that we would have to be dealing with. So in that spirit, the approach is going to be, as we address this challenge, which is going to evolve by the day and by the week, to do what was just mentioned, to try and keep our citizens from going to places that are active infection, and to prevent places where there are active infection to necessarily, easily get here. That's the getting it from without to within. From within, we will very aggressively do the kind of public health measures that would hopefully contain this. But as we say this, we need to prepare for further challenges, and we will have them. You will hear about additional cases that will be coming on. You should not be surprised by that, but to realize that that is something that is anticipated when you get community spread. So when you have cases throughout the world, the way we're seeing now, South Korea, Italy, Iran, and places like that. The United States cannot be completely immune to that. The challenge is how we deal with it. And I can assure you all the resources that are necessary are going to be put into dealing with what we see evolving right now.
1: Of course, we'll continue to follow the coronavirus developments. Stay tuned.
0: That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.